Well, it's fine for them to talk. The ones who think it's a beautiful gift. They should be here tonight in this holy place. And we, Dave thinks, should have listened to Tom's story. What the fuck is this? Big Tom from Bermondsey, lead guitar, fearless on the frets, was wedged into the narrow arched doorway at the top of the steps, roaring at everybody. Some of it was outrage. Most of it, Dave could tell, was panic. In the studio, the churchy light, wavering. About a dozen lighted candles in metal holders, brass and wooden candlesticks and saucers were spread out, apparently at random, around the whitewashed vault. In the recording booths, candles burned. Little white snowdrop lights glimmered from ledges and amps. Melted wax was oozing down Lee Gibson's middle symbol. No other light than this. Looked quite cosy, Dave thought irrationally. A touch Christmassy. And then he thought, no, it could be cosy. Somewhere else. Almost anywhere else. Anywhere but the Abbey of Estrade, where it was said that every stone in the walls had been cemented with blood. He'd followed Lee, Moira, and Simon into the studio, and Moira had stopped at the bottom of the steps and said quietly, I don't like this. And now Tom wouldn't come through the door. Dave looked at Moira and mouthed a word. Choke? Well, I'm no laughing, Moira said out of the side of her mouth. She was young and moon-pale, wearing a long, dark velvet dress and a lustrous silver headband and glowing far brighter for Dave than the candles. Okay, Simon St. John strolled languidly into the centre of the studio. If whoever did this is listening from anywhere, we're all suitably terrified, aren't we, Dave? Ah, yeah, right, crapping ourselves. Dave looked at Simon, and Simon raised an eyebrow, probably signalling that Dave should remember tonight's motto, which was, Don't worry, Tom. Dave nodded. Come on down, Tom. Come on. Simon sounding as if he was calling a dog. Nothing to worry about, Squire. Nothing sinister. Somebody taking the piss, that's all. Simon, smooth and willowy, had credibility. While it was acknowledged that Tom was the best musician, he was still a rock musician, whereas Simon was, uh, classically trained, actually. Plus he was public school educated, a laid-back, well-spoken guy, a calming influence. Serene? Did a good impression, anyway. Tom looked nervously from side to side, like he was on the edge of a fast road, and then came down, making straight for the metal stand where his solid-bodied Telecaster guitar sat. He snatched up the Telecaster and strapped it on like armour. He was tense as hell. Joke, right? The brash young session drummer, Lee Gibson, had followed Tom down the steps. Lee was not a full member of the band, lacking the essential qualifications, i.e. he was too close to normal. Dave began to count the candles becoming aware of this rich, fatty smell. The candles had been burning a while and dripping. Christmas was wrong. The studio looked like a chapel of rest awaiting a body. Except in a chapel of rest, the candles wouldn't be... Black! <laughs>
Tom let out his hoarse yelp, flattening himself instinctively against the wall. Fucking things are black! You call that a bleeding joke? Dave finished counting. Thirteen. Oh, hell. Hey, come on. Candles can be protective, too, Moira said uncertainly. Bullshit! The wavy light was kinder to Moira than to Tom. His eyes were puffy, heavy moustache spread across his mouth like a squashed hedgehog. Bullshit! Clamping his telecaster to his gut, its neck angled on a couple of candles like a rifle. The flames of the two candles, dripping onto adjacent amps, seemed to flare mockingly. Brown, Lee Gibson said. They're only dark brown, see? Dave peered at one. It looked black enough to him, and it smelled like a butcher's shop in August.